All right, and three, two, one. It's weird. Something's wrong. There we go. We're back, baby. Sorry we're late. I was giving Steven a haircut, and we lost track of time. And we had to give Steven only half of his haircut. We'll have to do the rest later. We're live on Patreon right now. We're going to do this for the first 30 minutes, and then we're going to jump right into another episode of Jeff FM that will go live on YouTube. But this is just a little bonus for the Patreons. Should be fun. Today we're bringing on a movie expert. That's right. We're going to talk movies. We're going to give you guys maybe a list of 10, 20, maybe 50 movies that you could watch throughout the next coming months. You could binge watch really? shows. I thought that was somebody actually talking to me. Um, yeah, his name is Mark. He directed Petting Scorpions. I don't think you guys have ever seen Mark or heard from him, but he co-directed it with Nev. You guys know Nev. She's the best, my business partner. She wears the pants in our relationship. And yeah, Mark's just going to come on here. He's a genius. He knows everything about every movie. Also, he's going to read my horoscope. He's going to tell my future because he's also a genius at that. You excited for this? You can ask him about cars. Your how, favorite movie. How old is this guy? That's a good question. I think he's around probably early 30s. But he's a, that's a young director. You know, and he's just an intellectual person. And I'm excited to have some intellectual people around because you are a product of your environment. And if I surround myself with 21-year-old, arrogant, newly famous, so they have egos, it's just all going to rub off on me and I'm going to end up becoming one of these fuckboy kids that you don't like that I have around me. You vape on camera. Here's birthways. Oh, I'm making you into an old grumpy man? Yeah. Look at these fucking... Look at these fucking... I wear wear tank tops now and I... That shit's hard as fuck, bro. Eyebrow slit. Yeah, they're liking your haircut. You chose to do that eyebrow slit. I I never did eyebrow slices. I just... I did one from a doctor when he sliced in with a razor blade. Mm -hmm. Um, I see you, Mima. I'm not supposed to acknowledge the chat. Oscar doesn't want me to talk to you guys personally and favorite anyone, so I'm trying not to, but I see you put Does Jeff Nowhere here. I see you guys. Um, Let's get into some questions. Why are we talking about stories? Uh, We're going to do a lot of stories in a little bit. That... everybody will have to wait for because i don't think we're going to keep this live going the whole time this is just a free one guys this is just extra i we were late on the early upload and we're going to make up for it now i want to be held accountable if we fuck up we're going to do extra shit on patreon that's just how it's going to go we're going to release tana and i sex tape on on patreon when it comes out we got to get cody on the line i know you guys are used to hearing terrible things that cody did but he actually did something good for once he saved someone's life he saved a guy that flipped his car over and goes down in southern Florida just driving around and he's going viral on TikTok. Oh, he actually posted it? He posted on TikTok, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to call Cody in. We're actually going to... He doesn't know this. He thinks we're calling him to ask him or just praise him for being a hero. But actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to get to the bottom of how he filmed that saving a guy's life so perfectly. <laughs> you going to piss him off? Yeah, but he's through the screen. What's he going to do? He's in Florida, <laughs> you know? What's going on? Ah, shit, man. We just, you know, this this is the highlight of our episode today. We wanted to call you and just, you know, thank you for being out there, um, saving lives. You know, you're making the world a better place. We, we saw your vid. It's going viral on TikTok. Oh, it is? Yeah. Viral on TikTok. How many views does it have on TikTok right now? Uh, 
let me check. It's an intense video, uh, man. It's like something out of a movie. 300K. Damn. Oh, nice. <laughs> what are the comments saying? <laughs> are people hating on you saying it's fake? I'm going viral and I did it without the vlog squad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I guess the last time you went viral, it was when we picked you up from prison with the vlog squad. Yeah. Nice, Cody. I'm proud of you, man. Let's show the video so the viewers could uh, see. We're live right now, Cody. Just on Patreon, though. Good job. Good job, brother. Oh, look at it. Whoa. Damn. So you just pulled up and started... Let's watch it. Get too excited. It's my boy from Staten Island. Let's go. Good right? job, good job, brother. Good job. You okay? He said, "What the hell happened?" Yeah. Damn. He no, he, he was incoherent. Wait, so what happened? Where'd you learn all those cool things to say to him? Is there anyone else in the car? Stuff like that. Bro, from the movies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What was your question, Stephen? Uh, no, I was just wondering, like, how, so what was the process of like the camera part? Like, like, did like were you like? Well, I didn't even know You're my filming? boy was filming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so, oh, and it was late because there was already a lot more to it. Because I ran up to the car, and, and I was banging on the window. Oh, shit. And nobody was answering. So then you were like, yo, bro, sh just shoot this real quick. And then and my boy, my boy was like, I think he's dead. Oh, oh I was like, shit. I hope not. That's not I'm funny. not ready to see no dead guy right now. Damn. And so I'm like, bro, unlock the door. Did you we witness? Did you witness the accident? Or yeah, the whole thing. We almost got smoked. We almost were part of the accident. What happened? So I flipped this truck the guy behind him. He's claiming that his cruise control got stuck. <laughs> And he was speeding. I was like, bro, I don't know what type of cruise control you had, but you were speeding. <laughs> and he just rear-ended this guy from the left-right. And the guy in the truck, it was like a movie. He just went like this. And then I was, I was just like, oh, my boy. I was like, yo, break, 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 break. We're going to get caught up in this. And then it was just three-car collision. <laughs> I got out the car because I was like, we were the first car there because we were almost part of it. I just wanted to help the guy because, or whoever was in the car, because I wasn't sure because the whole airbags. I just wanted to get him out of there in case the car went on fire. Oh uh, yeah, that happens too, like in Grand Theft Auto. The cars blow so, up. That was only my goal, and then after I got him out, I was like, yo, bro, just sit down. You might have some broken stuff. Um, you might not know because you're just getting hit with adrenaline, and uh, I think it's just best if you sit down. And then I told my boy, bro, let's just get out of here. I don't want to be doing police reports and stuff. Oh, so you bounced? Yeah, I was like the real Batman. You got out yeah, of there. So the guy has no idea who no, I thanks. even am. No thanks. Gotham is safe oh, now. Yeah. Angel got him. I never exchanged names with him. Nothing. He has no idea who I am. <laughs> well, well, was he, was he hopefully he, he watches this. Video that's that's yeah. viral. Yeah, yeah, there's a viral <laughs> video. So are people talking shit to you now on TikTok? Are they saying, oh, who the who filmed this? He did this for clout. Are they saying shit like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. They're trying to say, how does he still got his sunglasses on? Haters. Don't listen to the haters, Cody. Oh, this isn't staged. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh. Staged. Damn, that would be an expensive TikTok if you if you flip the car to just film a TikTok. What's wrong with people, man? Why can't people just sense. be proud of you? Haters. That's a Staten Island I only mentality. Three hundred followers on TikTok. So what are they talking about? I Why know. Why waste money on that shit? That was actually my <laughs> second person I saved. I saved somebody like two months ago, but it was never really spoke about. <laughs> but, but nobody caught it on video. Well, it was kind of more serious. It was like a skydiving act. Oh, yeah? You got a sky, some skydiving Not trouble? Not me, this girl. She had very low experience, low level. and um, we You saved somebody jumping. in the fucking air? Jumping out of a plane? 
Yeah, but the thing is, she crashed her canopy. Mm. So basically, is she okay? What happened was she had very low skill level, super nice girl, like 200 jumps. And we went to this drop zone in East Africa, and it was really challenging a real, like, narrow beach. And at the end of the beach, it was a huge wall, a huge, huge, huge wall. So basically, she overshot the landing zone. And um, she was supposed to land a lot sooner, but she didn't. And she was about to go head on. She was going to die. She was going to head on and then collapse to her death. And I was like, oh, man, what the hell? You're going you're gonna to die. Turn, turn. So she ended up turning and uh, ended up smashing. Into you were yelling from parachute to parachute? She was on the canopy coming down for landing. Bro, you when the fuck did your life become Mission Impossible? So she... <laughs> She ended up crashing in all the rocks in the ocean. Like, you know how you ever see rocks with, with waves? Oh, so she went to turn into the ocean to miss and the wall. And she crashed all over the rocks like a rag doll. Oh. And then she started getting smashed by the current. Oh, oh fuck, man. So I got stuck in my gear. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to save her because I had my parachute on and I was ungearing myself. Did you land in the like, water? Oh, fuck. I started running. I threw my helmet. Boom. And then I got in the water, I did my Iron Man swim, and then I grabbed her by the back of her parachute. I'm like, oh, I got to get you out of here. She's like, oh, I got to take my parachute off. I'm like, no, let me get you out of the water. So I'm getting smashed by the water. Bro, I pull this girl. Her leg comes out the water like a snake. Oh, my like, God. All, like, just discombobulated, broken from foot, toe to thigh, all the way up. Just had a big open gash. I was like, ah. Oh. And this was kind of messed up because this was like my first skydiving accident. I always heard How many jumps in were you at this point? Like 400. Damn. And you did that in like a year, right? Yeah. You went I've from, been skydiving less than two years. You went from zero solo jumps to 400 in Wait, a so year. She had 200 Bro, you just straight up went from prison to getting out and you just turned your whole life around. Now you're, at, you know, you're an inspiration, Cody. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I yeah. can just imagine Cody in his wingsuit just fucking tackling her midair, pulling his <laughs> parachute and saving her. Yeah. <laughs> Cody, they're, they're commenting in here saying that you're Liam Neeson, you're John Wick, you're Superman. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, wingsuit off the mountain. That scares me, stuff like that. I've been doing a bunch of base jumping. You're a big guy, wingsuit. man. You're not a bird. You know, you can't be flying around Dude, is these wingsuits. Is there ever an end of the, the jumps, like the skydiving and all that? Like, do you see, like, a, like a retirement from it eventually? A what? <laughs> You're gonna you ever, retire like, from skydiving. You ever retire from skydiving? You know, Cody, or? I, I want to apologize. We we were calling you to mess around about the video and stuff. Steven wanted to do this thing where the, what? Don't put it on me. <laughs> do not do that. We're not. He doing was that. like, he was like, what the fuck's he gonna do? Jump through the screen? Yeah, you I know? didn't say that. That's not. That's not true, Cody. Cody's my boy, bro. But he did a good Steven, deed, and it I'm just not happened. Your boy. Yeah, we're not boys. You did it. I was trying to. Yeah, I was trying to say like them. two times. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Me your boy. <laughs> yeah, Cody, you actually you did something really great. You saved the man's life, and it was caught. On, it was just happened to be caught on camera. And you know, some people are just jealous because you get views on TikTok. I don't do TikTok. I don't give a fuck. So I'm proud of you. Yeah, I just put it up there. To put it up there. You know. Yeah, no, that's good. Spread the positivity out there into the world. It's what people need. Last thing they need is more negativity. You know. All right, Cody. Good talking to you. We'll let you hey, go. Here. I'll hit you up after. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap the wrap up this live. Um, this wasn't the live for the the obligations. This was just a, a fun one. Thanks for joining. You all see how two faced he was right there? Switch it, put it on me. That's what I do. That's like my yeah. my character, you know. 
that's part of my you know i'm Come not people take, take too much shit that i say serious now they're like oh I'm being mean to ryan it's part of the bit i don't even know why i'm explaining this it ruins it did you like the not, microphone on fire really about that i'm Whoa. so sorry bro oh my god so now sorry. now this Dude, is not part of the hair. bit that was a hair i swear it's oh, fine. so you were trying to light the hair on fire that was no, on the I mic. I just like, didn't even think. I don't know what I was doing. Bro, you burned the whole mic. I smell it. All right, we got to go. This was so dumb. That was so dumb, Steven. Sorry. Today's sponsor is Caseify. It's a fun one, guys. Check it out. I got my custom cases dropped off yesterday. I'm super excited. Put protection, sustainability, and style together, and there's Caseify. Their Ultra Impact Crush cases are one of its most protective cases. Engineered with innovative shock absorption patented technology key tech 2.0 i've been drop testing them up to 9.8 feet look at that good as new they are the most protective unique looking cases out there on the market every detail is fine-tuned for optimal 360 degree protection and ultra slim style and their signature camera ring which you see all over instagram from mirror selfies is designed to not just look good but also protect your precious camera lens not to mention their cases are super eco-friendly their crush cases are actually made from 65 percent recycled and plant-based materials interestingly their crush cases are part old phone cases that have been shredded and repurposed which is reflecting their unique speckled look on the protection bumper as if that's not enough they have tons and tons of prints and designs to choose from and if you still can't find the one you can always design your own customized phone cases the options are truly endless perfect for yourself and perfect as a gift too who doesn't love a sweet personalized gift caseify has got you covered get your caseify cases today with my discount code 15 jefffm for the most protective cool looking and environmentally friendly cases the internet has to offer thank you caseify for sponsoring this episode i love the cases i was also thinking like should we cut live with the cigar or should we yeah like just chop like open up with us chopping them yeah like bill burr style like just like yeah that's what they do on rogan right yeah rogan dude i was also gonna say it might get smoky in here is that cool speaking of this place getting a little smoky yeah my co-host here he just lit that microphone on fire and I asked why you did that. He said, sorry, just wasn't thinking. <laughs> what if he had a gun? No way. What if he had a fucking gun and he shoots that? Kyle right, and he just had a blank. lapse of, of judgment? It worries me. I'm actually a little, I a little just freaked wanna, out. I just want to make sure that we're like, you know. Here, pull the mic closer and, and throw your headphones on. Because I kind of want to, you know, I want to christen this place with a bit of our sm of our smoke, you know. It feels too virginal in here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, it's nice. It's nice to have you here. It's nice to be here, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna school you on how to cut a cigar. I'm gonna just never cut one in my life. No. But I'm guessing it's just <coughs> you, you just snip it? it off, right? Don't cut it. You can do a cut. You a cigar connoisseur? I want to say connoisseur, but he, you're an, you're an everything connoisseur. <laughs> I, it's true. I dive deep into everything I do. We have our first true intellectual on the show today, <laughs> Mark. Sarah, how do you pronounce Sierra, your last name? Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. Okay, Mark, you directed the first ever movie I ever acted in. It's the first video on my YouTube channel. Petting scorpions. Looked incredible. Beautiful. Almost too good for my channel. Good performance. Like strong. You took a big risk on me. Because at the time, I was just, I was selling weed. <laughs> and Wait, I, you're still, you're not selling weed anymore? <laughs> no, no, That's no, why no. I came here, I think. <laughs> QP. No, I had, I had to uh, put all my eggs in one basket. That's how I am. I, I can't do too many different things because then I, I start slacking on those. So you're I'm all in social media, baby. You're focused now. Yeah, I, I, um, I but got that, people. That, that, that door's not closed. 
Um, not yeah, close. it does close because once you talk about it on the internet for a bunch of times, you know, you can't go back to doing that stuff. That's true. My whole thing is I did this, I learned a lot from it, and now I'm here, and this is I'm able to share what I learned from it so you guys don't have to go down that path. Or you could go down that path and I could maybe help you out with some stuff that I, I did wrong because I got arrested I for it a bunch of times. I but, see your chart, you like risk. But. What? Made, no, made a bunch a of money? Uh, I guess there is a but. Yeah, I was able to save up enough money and pursue a career in entertainment, which was my dream. I always wanted to act. I always saw movies and I saw Ryan Gosling doing cool oh, gangster amazing, shit amazing. and Ray Liotta and De Niro. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. He just passed this year. Yep, that was rough. It's a huge loss. I, I always have that you know burned into my head as far back as I can remember. I always wanted to be a gangster. Mm -hmm. What is there a better opening line than that? No, is there? I always try to copy it when I do voiceovers, <laughs> and it's just like it's obvious. You what got I'm it doing. though. You got it because you have a bit of the New York accent. Like, yeah. Where do I begin? Yeah, every video. Every time we ever have as far a big video. Back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. That's oh my, that's iconic. So good, man. And then in Blow, oh money isn't real, Blow. George. It only seems like it is. Wow. When sometimes I saw you that. flush, sometimes you bust. When you're down, it's never, or when you're up, it's never as good as it seems. When you're down, you never think you'll be back up again. But life goes on, Georgie. Wow, you got it. You got it verbatim. <laughs> you even got the inc incantation. Like that's. I've seen it too many times. And I base that movie a lot on my relationship with my father. Because really? I was always... You know, I grew up on the East Coast. He was in, he was from Boston. Yeah, but I'm from Staten Island. It's close. You know, East Coast. My dad was a blue collar guy. Worked on you know he worked at the bus depot. It was the same shit, and he kind of looked like him too. It did, yeah. So yeah, I always was like, you know, this guy made me wanna not just act, but he also I also followed goodfellas i was like or you know this is yeah this is what i want to do i want to be a wise guy i don't want to work you <laughs> I know, know i know Work is for suckers mm -hmm. ted deme who directed it i mean fantastic director only did a few films but he died you know pretty young because yeah. he was a i mean i don't want to was it allegedly coke. coke yeah heart attack that was yeah. the last movie ever made right i think so crazy so sad I probably we're, I want to get into this later on. We're going to okay. do our top movie yeah. list because yeah. we're going to give everybody a bunch of movies oh, to watch. Cannot wait! I want to give you my top five, and I don't even know. I don't even have it uh, dialed in right now, but I'm guessing I have to put Blow number one. Oh, Blow is so good. Probably do Goodfellas number two. Damn, wow! I didn't know you were that big of a Blow fan. I know. Oh it, my god! That, it didn't even get that good a rating. <laughs> Ethan Suppley, though. I mean, it's amazing. It's a great cast. But yeah. Goodfellas is Goodfellas. I mean, to me, Goodfellas is... I know. But Goodfellas is also very similar to my childhood. Like, I, I was around <laughs> yeah. some wise guys, and it wasn't yeah. as cool as they make it in the movie. But, yeah, Staten Island, all that shit just reminds me too much of my of upbringing. Yeah. yeah. And Blow, just they go to Columbia, they meet Pablo. Oh, they fucking have the outfits in it, you know, <laughs> the, the Colombian wife. <laughs> the costume. Diego. Diego. Jail. He's, all, he's all paranoid when he comes to the island. He's like, mm -hmm. Dutch, Dutch. Yeah, and then he's all coked up. Yeah. He's like, bye, 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 bye. bye. Who introduced you to your bitch, Colombian wife? <laughs> yeah, who, George, who? I love that. See, I feel bad because you guys don't really know about these movies, but this is this episode is for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they say in the entertainment biz, it's two for them, one for, for me. me. Exactly. I just had Tana on. We got a bunch of clout. We talked uh, a bunch of shit about drama, internet stuff, That's paparazzi what I'm gotta, videos. Gotta crack open a couple of cigars and like bring it back home. Yeah. Bring it back home. It's our, it's my own Joe Rogan episode. This is my it own is. JRE, the JF, the JF podcast. M. I'm gonna JF cut this. Podcast. I'm gonna cut this bad boy. Is it cool if I cut it right there? The Joe Rogan experience. Nice, Kyle. Nice. And and honestly, I gotta say, I'm a bit moved by being here uh, face to face with you right now because the last 
image I saw of you prior to seeing you in person was Nev sent me a, an image, a photo text of you in the hospital. And I was like, holy shit, this is intense. Oh, yeah. And I just got to say, like, the near-death experience, it carries over to some of the best. Scorsese, right? Mm-hmm. On his deathbed when he was about to make Raging Bull, De Niro comes into his hospital with the book and says, look, if you survive, we got to make this. I felt, When Nev sent me that photo, I felt like going to the hospital and talking to you and saying, look, here's the, I mean, I don't know what the book was, but like, here's <laughs> the book. Scorsese nearly died. How? Scorsese was in the midst of doing New York, New York with Liza Minnelli and Robert De Niro. He was also coked out doing the last waltz with with the band. Oh, so, so Scorsese almost died from a drug overdose? I mean, he was highly medicated. He was doing cocaine like up the wazoo. And here's the thing, when he was in the hospital, he was 109 pounds. No way. He was frail. He a, a gust of wind would have destroyed him. So when he came to, you know, when he went to the hospital to get, to get basically revived, De Niro, his best friend was like, I don't want to see you die. Here's a book that I hope will carry you back to life. And it was the Jake LaMotta bio, biography. And, and you know, he brought it to him before. He brought it to him when he was making The Godfather Part Two. And, and Scorsese's like, I don't get boxing. I don't want to do this. But when he brought it to him in the hospital, he's like, oh, I get this now. It's like, I'm fighting for my life. That's why Raging Bull is such a badass film. Because it's like, wow. here's a man fighting for his life in black and white photography. It's gorgeous. It's amazing. I just, I love, and that's, well, remind as soon as I saw that photo of you, I was like, I gotta go there. I gotta go to Utah and bring him the Jake LaMotta biography. Damn, I wish I would have known this, man. <laughs> I know, I well, like, it's so nice I get to know it now, but I'm, I'm healed up now. Dude, I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that it's very moving to see a, a lesser character would not have the kind of dignified uh, return that you would. You know, like it, it takes a lot. And your Leo, your Leo Moon suggests that kind of bravery. Oh, yeah, that's another thing I, we'll I go, forgot. We'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into you're <laughs> also, uh, how do I, you're a psychic? <laughs> You are a, a, a horror. I'm a cigar smoker. I'm okay. an astro- I like astrology. You like astrology. Now I've, I've hated on astrology sometimes in the past. As I you said, should. As you, the, should. you know those things can relate to everybody. It's not real. It's a scam. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know, Mark. I just trust you, and I really value your advice. <laughs> I like that. I appreciate that. And just your input on things. I remember when we were doing that movie the first time we ever worked together. Every little thing you said, it was just so insightful. You're just so, oh, so sweet, you just man. knew a, a little, a little bit about everything and just ways to make things better. Oh, it was so nice. And Nev, obviously sweet. too. Nev is my She's business incredible. partner. She She's helps me with everything in life. I don't think people get it. That's the thing. I don't get. I don't think people get understand how close to mortality some people come to. And in your case, it was like a hair inch to mortality, and it could have gone bad. It could have gone like third act of the Aviator bad. Like you got long hair and you're wearing clean Kleenex oh, boxes. Oh, myself in the and Oscar's like talking you in bottles. <laughs> and Oscar's like, I think I did under. go through a phase like that. You know that. what I mean? No, but I'm not joking. Or like Henry Hill in the third act, where it's like you're seeing helicopters. Oh and yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, but the fact that you didn't, the fact that you have this third act. I don't want to say third act because you're a young dude, but the fact that you came out, it's quite amazing. Yeah. And, and it gives me, no, it gives me. Give sh- me that lighter. Let me. And actually, you got to cut this up for me. I don't know how to cut cigars. Oscar, pass that to Jeff for me. Look at this. Doing our own JRE. But give him a like, give him a like, give him a like. Just give him a like. Cause he's... 
I got I got that specifically for Jeff. If anyone's wondering or inquiring what he's smoking right now, it's a Sober Mesa Brulee Blue Limited Edition. What they is only that? made a thousand boxes. Ecuadorian wrapper, Mexican binder, and a, and a Nicaraguan filler. This is nice, dude. It's like it's it's like dessert. Lip your lick your lips. Yeah, it's sweet. It's a sweet. Yeah. Wow. And that's all natural. That's, there's no sweet tip. It's a natural cigar. <laughs> want to why? Because you're a sweet guy. That's why I got you that cigar. Do you want to watch the the trailer of Penning Scorpions for people that haven't seen it? Yeah, pull up the trailer. Oh, wow. This is a throwback. Hold on. Before we this. play this. Yeah. I don't think I realized what I was getting into when I first signed <laughs> on to this because I was still selling weed at the time. And wow. people look at you know guys that are you know, hustling. I was a hustler, you know. Um, of course, still I was, are. I was literally on the phone before we called action for our first shot, and I found wow. out that things didn't go right for me, wow. and I lost about forty thousand dollars on one phone call because packages got seized or they just got robbed or something by an employee or something. And they, I just I lost a lot of money right before we called action, and I had all that stuff playing in my head. And now we have my ex girlfriend at the time who was an actual actor she's been acting her whole life professional she gets right out there Fantastic. and fucking kills it and then it's time for me to do my close-ups in my opening shot and there's like 50 people on set i'm like <laughs> oh fuck and i just had to immediately just block all that out everything that was going on wow and that's when i realized all right this is what being a professional is wow. and i and you nailed it they, the, i was a little shaky i was a little nervous and looking back i cringe at at some of the stuff i couldn't sense the nerves the first First scene, yeah. I felt like you you were co completely composed. I felt like I was nervous. I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's this guy's coming in like <laughs> leather jacket. He looked like James Dean and like fucking they East of Eden. They, like, I, it was Ace. I was like, "Holy shit!" And then My I was character. like, "And you just jumped right in. It was just like night and day." Our role let's was see, very yeah, very close to my own personality. Wow. Wow. Say it's such a fun shoot, <laughs> so man. So great. The desert. Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. Rudy was great. And the character. acid. I love how. Mm -hmm. Oh, Charles Bradley in the trailer. Damn, that house is so fun. Beautiful. Weird energy in that house. Oh, remember that scorpion? <laughs> oh, yeah, I fucking remember that scorpion. Oh, yeah. I hated that I had to hold that scorpion. Dude, that was intense. <laughs> Probably the most fun three days of my that life. That was great, man. He still had his New York accent. Yeah. Oh, I was way stronger back then, huh? Yeah. yeah. You've lost it a bit. Oh, you're doing that for, for the show, like, or the movie, like, on purpose. Oh, you thought I enhanced my New York accent? <laughs> yeah. You're trying to be, like, a tough, like... <laughs> yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I guess I'll run with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just take that, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, damn. No, I think I was just nervous, and it comes out more when I'm nervous. But, no, I was nervous, like I said, I was nervous for the first scene, and then, you know, working with you guys, you and Nev behind the camera, and then, you know, it was a lot of my friends and stuff that we used... It's beautiful. Yeah, but good it was, chemistry on set. Yeah, I sensed it. I, I when it was wrapped, I was like, "Fuck! I wish we could do another three weeks. Just do a feature. Let's just do a feature. Fuck it. Let's go." <laughs> yeah, it's just something about 
I don't know, because like when I come in here and do the podcast, I love it because it's no pressure. I just get to be myself, and yeah, you know, you just have interesting conversations with people I want to talk to. I get to book the guests. I get to do everything pretty much. I get to hang out with who I want to hang out with. I don't know how I ended up here, but I do love him and seeing his face. I just don't like when he burns the microphone and then says, <laughs> "I did." I don't know why I did it. You yeah, know, take ownership. That's, <laughs> that's what he says. I don't know why. I don't know. I just, just did it, and I have to be like, okay, you accept it. You accept that things aren't in your control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that you're living in a circus now. But there's something <laughs> about being a leading man on set and just, you know, when they're setting up the shot, and they know. come and get you and they're like, I'm with number one, you know, on the call sheet. Exactly. And they're That's just, it. they're walkie talking. Okay, I got Jeff now. Are we ready to go? It's like your time's so valuable. You just yeah. get treated like such, I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You've fallen from grace? You're like, you're like now, I got now I'm in here in my <laughs> damn <laughs> house. <laughs> like this palatial podcast studio. You're like, what's going on? <laughs> the bathroom boys. My, my producers are now in a bathroom. <laughs> I went into that bathroom. It's like a fucking Terry Gilliam set. There's like wires <laughs> ascending from the ceiling. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> what's Jeff got himself into? Yeah, I, we just, it's this weird setup we have now where we just, you know, we're kind of like a, a small production company and we just do things our way. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to do it. Yeah. Like, like the end of Goodfellas. I, you know, my way. No, I, I order, uh, what is you? I order spaghetti. I order spaghetti and I get egg noodles and ketchup. ketchup. <laughs> I'm an average nobody. nobody. You got it. <laughs> I get to live my life like a schmuck. <laughs> and then the Sid Vicious. That's guy. me now. I'm living my life like a fucking schmuck. That's not bad. If the third act of Henry Hill's life is your life, that's not too bad. I can't wait to read your memoirs. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you make it until you're like, you're <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Like, the shit you're pulling, I don't know. You're, you're putting yourself in precarious situations. Here. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never know if I'll still be here. You want to try it? Can that, I, does that oh, ruin it that. if you share no. it? It's not like a... I just don't want him to get any mayonnaise or, or something on it. Cause you're, <laughs> mayonnaise. He, he's eating a sandwich. <laughs> I slobber all over it. I'm just kidding. I love, I love the... Pre- like, his form is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, it's it a, suits him. It suits him, too. Joy it's news. a new thing for me because <laughs> I'm not used to just having a, a conversation and smoking a cigar here. Usually I have notes and we're doing callers and shit like that. Notes. What are you talking about notes? <laughs> Yeah, I got your name here pulled up. <laughs> I Googled you, and you got a lot of movies you're, you've done. Film editor, it says. Yeah. So you edit, you I write, love, I love editing. you I love direct, writing. Yeah. and you also do... I'm on TikTok. You, uh, yes, you started Doing TikTok nice. recently, and yeah. your TikToks are blowing up because you're talking about movies. Some of those just, movies are a little too old for me to get <laughs> to get into. You're just too young. That's the thing. No, how old are you? <laughs> I'm like, you, what, you never ask a man his age. That's the other one. It's a woman. No. You're, are, you, are you younger I'm your, or older? I'm, I'm a year older than you. Okay. I've got an old soul, you know? I'm yeah, an old man. That's what it that's is. That's why I yeah. got a cigar here. I'm an old man. How do you know all these movies from the 30s? And I just love films, and I, I like to dig deep. You know, I like to go into weird... It's like it's like when you go into a house, and you see the living room, and you see like you know the bedroom, but I'm like, yeah, hey, I want to go to the crawl space. It's like why? It's because I like the. Cr- I want to be away from other people. I want to just dig into the crawl space and see films that. I don't know. That's just how I am. It's always how I've been. So what are you watching? The silent movies. I love really? silent films. What? Just oh, that sounds boring. No, nobody really likes silent <laughs> yeah. movies. Sunrise, a sunrise. You'd love it. Or, yeah. or hell, or not not a silent film, but Hell's Angels by Howard Hawks or Howard Hughes. Sorry. We're gonna be pushing it with this audience here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's 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 bring it back. Let's bring it back. I wanna I wanna give them an actual list of movies because nowadays. All people do is watch TikTok. Dude, you know, and I mean, that's why, that's why now. I went that's on good. there. That's why I went on there. And then I realized everyone on TikTok is like either a Nolan fanboy or a Tarantino fanboy. And those are great directors, but like 
expand your palate. Just hold on to it. I don't, I don't have an ashtray. Just smoke it for a little bit. I'll get it back once we start doing the astrology reading. I like that. The generosity of the Leo yeah, moon. Pour up a nice glass. Sorry, I'm just, you know, I'm making myself at home. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. we got plenty I, of time here. I like the TikTok because it's like, you got to condense everything. Everything can't be long. It's got to be like, you got to get your ideas out in like a minute, which you're used, like you're used to that. You're so good at getting things out. And the, I almost. I don't know if that's a good thing though. Is it? I think it? some ideas should be slow burners. You know, you put them in the oven. Like a cigar. You come, yeah, and you come That's back good, to like it, you check it out, and then you, you sleep on it and come back to the edit the next day, or you just even writing stuff. I, I want to do more pre production, I want to do more short films. The reason I got into this was to act and, and create stuff like that. And now I feel like I just I have an idea, and we're just like, let's just put it on the podcast, let's just impulsively. Or compulsively. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah. But that's also good. Like, think about it, man. Back in the 50s, if you were Michael Curtis, you're making like a, a film a year, two films a year. There's no <laughs> Nobody's going to know these names. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Curtis, everyone. Uh, but no, but if you're a, a studio director, right, you're making things quickly because they're like, just get it out. We don't care. Now you have Ari Aster or the Safdies making films every four Safety, or five years. Safdie Brothers, those are my favorite new directors right they, now. But they, you know, like it's a different time. Now it's like people like pre-production, for, gotta develop it, gotta get funding. Well, I, when I say pre-production, Mark, yeah. I, I don't do any preparation for anything now. I, I do disagree. the podcast. I I'll maybe have a few notes or something. When I do the barbershop, I'll write a few jokes. And if I have an idea for like a bigger bit and these guys will help out sometimes with like just throwing shit out there but we don't plan as much as i would like to and we don't just take enough time with but projects there's such a demand you have to put out a new podcast every week and then we do some on patreon and then we're doing the main channel videos and it's just never ending but that's but that's i think that's part of your strength your strength is like output impulsive go do it do 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 people dude i'm telling you right now people overthink things now People think too much about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're like, I gotta sit here and ruminate. No, 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 you don't gotta ruminate. You gotta do what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. look, look at someone like Charlie Chaplin. Look at this, or Hitchcock. Filmography of like, okay, I know those films. two names. You know what? I, but I'm saying like they were outputting because they were like, I don't have time to. Th I just want to do. I want to make people laugh, or I want to make people scared, and I gotta do it now. I don't have time. But they would think. still do one movie a year, or something like that. I feel like that's What's... a healthy. You're saying that you can't do a movie a day? Come on. I want to do one podcast a year. Imagine how good that one would be. But I would have too I much disagree. pressure to make yeah, it perfect. Way too, it's like a crystal. It's too much. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like you can, mm -hmm. I feel like your personality and your skill and your talent, it's beneficial to this kind of keep the wheels. If you, if you stopped, let me put it this way. If you started taking a couple of days, it's like riding a bike. You stop pedaling, you're going to fall over. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You're yeah. going to fall over. So this is a muscle here, and if I'm this using it every day, I'm in my prime. Why not put a camera in my face every single day and just spill out everything that's going on up in this brain? Precisely. What am I going to go to the therapist? <laughs> just talk to... I got to say, you should. <laughs> yeah, I should do that too. <laughs> you should. I should do that too. You're too strong. You're too strong. I know. Yeah. Well, not really. I, I'm working on it. It's in the works, but... Because you're, you're... I will say this. You're... you're I mean, you're inspiration to me, obviously, because you're so. You, what you came out of was really fucking harrowing. But you gotta spend a bit of time and just reflect on what happened, man. You Thank you, heroin. Sorry, you never did heroin. That's what I'm impressed by. I'm impressed that you didn't get into opiates. I'm impressed you didn't, you know. No, he was saying her, her, heroin, like uh, Hero? heroish, like, oh. kind of like that. Wait, he me? took that word as <laughs> oh, her, as, <laughs> yeah, as a narrative that I used to do. Uh, oh, I was, I was like, I'm sorry. I, I was impressed that he didn't get into heroin. Oh. No. Oh my God. <laughs> No, I thought you said he... No, never mind. I got confused with the words. <laughs> All I'll say is that uh, I will say that it keeps your mind moving. It's good, but you got to take a bit of time and reflect. That's all I'll say. Yeah. 
But you strike me as someone who you got to keep moving. You got your your brain's always churning around. If I take too much time for myself, then I feel like I'm not being productive, and I feel like I'm wasting my life. And I compare myself to oh. others. So if I'm falling behind, and I see other people in my field, or you know, other, other just yeah, it, it, it will. It'll just put more pressure on me to come back, and I just want to be on it all the time. You know this game, Stephen. It's I even know. worse for kids with TikTok now because <laughs> they need to put out a new video, two, three videos Steven, a day. Are you inhaling? <laughs> Don't inhale. Oh, by the way, I do, mean to do that. Do not yeah, I think I think the internet was the death to good comedy movies. I think it was the I think it was the death to a lot of things. I think it was the death to like you know back in the day, you go see a movie. You see it on a big screen. Mm-hmm. You see it on a huge wall, and you and you're kind of sub, you submit to that experience. Now, I'm watching a movie on my yeah, MacBook. Yeah, you're curled up. I'm no, curled not up. even on your phone. On your phone. You, you got one eye open, your on neck's your hurting, and you're watching on your side or you're on the toilet. And what does that do? You know, what does that do? It makes you the dominant figure in the relationship to the media. It makes you kind of like I'm. I'm possessing this. No, no, no. Back in the day, the film possessed you. It washed over you. Now you're like, I can stop it. Go to the bathroom. Stop. That's not a good thing. People think that's great because you have freedom. It's like, no, no. Freedom isn't good. Freedom, no good. It's like do the right thing. Freedom, no. Uh, but that's why I love the Irishman because the Irishman. I'm going going deep in this. But, no, no, no but, it's good. You're, you're speaking my but, language here. But the Irishman, like, think about what what Scorsese is doing. He's aware he's making a film for the internet, for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Opening shot. What's the opening shot? It's a dolly down the hospital hallway. And the frame is a vignette, right? It's a vignette. Well, people, if they don't know what a vignette is, it's kind of like a wrapped around. It kind of like creates a, a smaller frame within the frame with, with a lighting and, and, sh- and shadow. And so he opens the frame in a square aspect ratio, like a TV. And then it goes down the hall and it becomes a full frame. Oh, what's the full frame? That's the cinema. And how, what's the last shot of the Irishman? No spoilers. The frame is a sliver with Robert, with Robert De Niro in his, in his old age home. Scorsese's closing the frame. He's, he's creating a smaller frame within the frame for you to realize, oh, this is about the death of cinema. This is the, the death of the experience. Wow, I didn't even realize that. Right. I know that was Pesci's last. It's on the screen film there it is see that there's the vignette it's it's a square aspect ratio goes into the wide and oh, wait, now it's a wide it? shot damn scorsese's on scorsese's level. Is, he's and a he's genius he's doing this in his 80s and he's doing this in that's what i'm just saying aren't like, you supposed to have like, dementia I know. <laughs> that's what i'm trying to that's exactly it and he's just so many steps there's ahead so many steps and then the last shot you're like wow it's really scorsese meditating on what is cinema now is he your number one favorite he's, director he's my number one yeah. Well, Kubrick is my number one, but Kubrick's my my number one living director is is Scorsese. My number one past director is Stanley Kubrick. I always used to like you, you fear people passing away. Oh, big time. Um, De Niro is one of them because they're getting oh up there. God, you know, dude. I saw him talk with Scorsese at the Beacon Theater uh, two years ago for The Irishman. It was fucking fantastic. Like to be in the room with those two giants, it's humbling. Yeah, imagine sitting next to him on a plane or something. <laughs> I just sat next to Miles. Te- well, he was the row behind me, but Miles Teller was on the flight. But oh, imagine- he was in the offer. How was the offer? Did you see it? It was great. I want to see it, man. I really want to see it's the really, offer. It's really, really dope because I never thought about it. You watch these movies and you're like, oh, yeah, that's just gangster movies. It's a genre that no. you know crushes it. But back then, I mean, you're going to make a movie exposing a lot of secrets of actual Guns. gangsters, criminals, yes. murderers, organized crime. And you're going to expose all these? For you to get paid these guys are like fuck <laughs> I that know, I know, you're not and they had all these protests this is an embarrassment oh, to it. italian culture this respect the respect well it's and they still don't like that film they still don't like that film when i went to sicily they were like 
The Godfather, no. Really? Ah, oh, dude, no, of course. Because, like, think about it this way. There's no Sicilians, first, sorry, there's no Italian Americans depicted on film ever. Then Coppola comes in. Robert Evans is like, we need an Italian to make this film. So Coppola steps in. And the first depiction of Italian-Americans is like this gloomy, like dark, seedy mafioso. It's like, no, you can't do that. That's like, that, that, that you're, you're painting an entire people with one brush. You can't do that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a fucking masterpiece. So what are you going to do? So their compromise with the mob was, yeah, what was we're that? just not going to say the word mafia in the whole movie. So they would wow. call it the family. Wow. And that yeah, one yeah. little detail was kind of cool, you know, because mafia nowadays, it's kind of like played out, you know. It's big time, dude, big time. It's not like it used to be. And even when I was growing up, like all the wannabe wise guys, it was like cheesy, you know, like so what the cringe. Yeah, cringe. It, exactly. It was cringe. Yeah, I remember there was, there was this guy, Vito. He's in jail now for like an Oxycontin ring <laughs> with doctors and shit like that. He lived down the block for me. And he sold me like a an electric scooter that was stolen like it fell off the back of a truck and my dad <laughs> knew what this guy was up to and he knew that this guy was no good but at the time i thought he was cool because i'm a 10 year old kid yeah you're like this is amazing yeah i'm like this is dope this guy's selling scooters for half price i, I could How do buy I get a that scooter <laughs> yeah so i was hanging around this guy and he came out one day when he saw that i bought the scooter my dad came out and he was pissed he had a a sledgehammer and he started bashing up my scooter no way. and i was pissed i no didn't understand way. why he was doing it i thought he was just i, I thought he, in my head i was making up shit i'm like he just doesn't like this guy because he's cool yeah yeah you know he's but jealous <laughs> i didn't so realize scooters. he was looking out for me and then sure enough later on this guy goes to jail and everybody around him went to jail for he ended scooters? up becoming a rat or no because he was doing yeah uh, oxycontin <laughs> a bunch of bunch of way worse stuff than just scooters but it's a gateway that scooter is a gateway <laughs> i is. buy that fucking stolen scooter now i'm driving around <laughs> that scooter i'm basically in the mob you're at 10 years old bought the scooter at 10 years old did you earn money i had a paper bought? out yeah i had a paper out of 10 so i was 10? making like 200 bucks Jeez. a week and the scooter was only like 100 bucks because it's stolen what? anyway but it was a sick electric wow. scooter i could see you on a scooter i could see i mean <laughs> as a 10 year old yeah i mean but yeah, i like that he brought it i like how he said it was the family because it kind of, I mean, I don't want to get too nerded out here, but like, it's kind of like a Shakespeare now. It's like, the fa- because that's Shakespeare. It's all about family. And mm-hmm. that's also very Sicilian. It's all about family. Yeah. So the fact that he swapped mafia for his family, it doesn't feel like an artistic compromise. It feels like actually like integral to the story. Yeah, that Miles Teller. I gotta see, I gotta see. Who's Miles you Teller? You love it. How, he, he plays play? the producer that gets the whole Evans thing done. And the other one? So they're, uh, I'm not, I forget the name, but um, yeah, they're the one, he's the one that the mob is after because he's the guy getting the movie made. And they're like, no. Yeah, they're like, this fucking guy. He almost got killed several times. I don't want to even spoil Jeez. the movie. I don't even know what happens. I, I kind of stopped watching after like three episodes. Could you imagine? Because it's one of those shows now that you have to wait to watch the next episode. Yeah, you're like, just give me that. I'm so used to just binge watching a series. <laughs> I know. That, you know, I, I can't even get it. I did that with Euphoria. I would wait for episodes. I would wait did for you like to come it? out. Did you like and it was kind of exciting to get that feeling like, oh, fuck, that, that was so good. Now I can't wait till Sunday night for my show to come on. People don't even get that nowadays. <laughs> yeah, they don't understand it. I know. It's also waiting. just because like Euphoria was like a talking point in pop culture well euphoria i mean eh, there's a few shows i'll wait i'll wait on but you're right there's no more waiting there's no more pa- you have to be patient like i remember yeah. when you know an eyes wide shut came out it was people were like what the hell is this movie about there was nothing coming out about it and the mystery ended up building kind of an energy around the work that didn't exist before and that's the thing is like you don't have the mi- the mystery's dead mystery's dead dude mm-hmm. it's like people just want everything they want it now do you recommend watching a trailer before you watch a movie? I try not to, but at the same time, I'll tell you why. Because trailer edits now are terrible. 
And I some hate of them to say give that. away the whole movie. I hate exactly the best. Tra- in my opinion, the best film trailer of all time is the Social Network. Whoever cut that, I got to give them respect. That is one of the best cut, best like feeling trailers I've ever seen. Great movie too. Great film, but the trailer. Like, the- whoever decided to do Creep with like a creepy children's orchestra, I was like, that's genius. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's brilliant. And when I remember seeing it in a theater for the first time. And I was like, oh, I got to see. This is something I got to see. But Fincher is like in his own class, you know, Virgo. He's a smart dude. He's like, he's thinking about how to intersect the past with the present in interesting ways. Virgo. But trailers? <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but. <laughs> Virgos. What are your opinion on, uh, what's your opinion on the Cars movie? I mean, you know, you got to love the Cars. It's the only movie he's seen <laughs> love that. in what his life. What are you doing life. here, Jeff? What are you doing He here? would love the storyline of that. <laughs> He's McQueen. Have you even seen it? He's Lightning McQueen. He, yeah, but I mean, do you agree, with, McQueen do you agree with what Scorsese says about Marvel movies that are like the amusement park of the film it's industry? It's just you go there and fuck it. Yeah, I know. I gotta but be that's careful down because that lane. I got to be careful because the TikTok people <laughs> turn their backs on. They Scorsese. don't like that Scorsese. But here's that. the thing: I, to me, it's very simple. You want to know the difference between Marvel and cinema, or, or let's not even say Marvel. Let's just say, do you want to know the difference between art is and not art? Art isn't trying to sell you something. Anything that is trying to sell you something isn't art. It's fucking, it's a commercial. So when you're watching a Marvel film, like, yeah, it's great, but you're, they're trying to sell you pajamas. They're trying to sell you a couple of toys. To buy, yeah, exactly. And so like, it's very simple to me. It's like, I'm not saying it's lesser than, but I'm saying it's not, art is supposed to be telling you the truth. Now that, you can. That's you, that's why my favorite genre of movies are based on a true story. Same. I need picks. to see something that will either inspire me or just something that's like, okay, this is somebody's life. This was real. Yeah. This actually happened. Totally. There's Child. nobody with fucking superpowers. No cars can talk. Yeah. Well, it inspired me to want to be a race car, Jeff. <laughs> you want to be? Race, okay, not, can't, not, not real. Be, not real. You no, can no, never be I'm a car, race Steven. a race car. Oh, you want to race and a race the car? Piston cup. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't, I've never seen this movie, so I can't yeah, even no. talk about it. And I want to, you know, I need to be this, completely unbiased here. It's such a good story. Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash. Have you got back to back meetings, errands to run, and chores to take care of? What's the secret to clearing your to do list? A little help from DoorDash. You can get dinner, household essentials, and everything on your grocery list delivered. Get what you want to eat right now and right at your door with DoorDash. Along with restaurants you love, you can now get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items in under an hour. Craving late night ice cream? Forget that one key ingredient for dinner, or maybe you just need to stock up for the week. With DoorDash, you get everything in one app. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeyes, Chipotle, and even Cheesecake Factory. Ordering is easy, and your items will be left safely outside your door when you choose the contactless delivery drop-off. So you don't have to have that awkward interaction when the guy shows up at your door and he watches your podcast and you're in your underwear. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code JeffFM. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code JeffFM. Don't forget, that's code JeffFM for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change terms apply. Back on with the show. Thank you, DoorDash. Favorite movie from the past 10 years? That's a great question. You want to know mine? Yeah, of course I do. Probably Good Time. Good Time was good. But go to your top, go to your third. You said fifth is Blow, fourth is Goodfellas. I'm I'm sensing a theme. Damn, because I know when you start saying yours, I'm like, that's in my top five too. I don't even know if I have a top. I'm like... It's tough. It's impossible to say one, but if you could name five, it's... 
Uh, I'm just gonna spit oh, things out. Vegas I would throw. Uh, oh holes? yeah, Fear and Loathing's really good. Oh, Fear and Loathing. The one oh, we my talked God. about with uh, with Mike about the holes in, in the desert, something like that. Oh, Casino. Casino. Casino is oh, really good. God. I'd put it below Goodfellas. Really? Yeah. Casino is definitely someone coming up to Scorsese and being like, "Do that again." <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, do yeah, do yeah. what you did with Goodfellas. Do it again. And I can't leave out the Dark Knight. Dark Knight's great. You know what just, Nolan did to that. Genre. And it's not even that good. It's just. Literally, you can just watch the Joker scenes. Heath Ledger oh in it is just God, incredible. Dude. But another gr- horrible. But the rest one. of it kind of is like whatever. You know, the acting's kind of a little cheesy. You know who Heath Ledger based that performance on? Wait, he died. Yeah. <laughs> Heath Ledger died when? Like, like right after the before movie the movie out. even came out, he died. Oh, it was, oh. He got so in a character for that role. That's why it's the best acting ever because he died he gave his life he like locked himself in like his apartment for like 30 days we did the the joker barbershop episode where we did kind of like a themed episode of the barbershop it's a barbershop show where i just have to give people haircuts but we'd like to have a little fun with it of course how many times can you make a haircut exciting so we started doing halloween episodes themed probably just make them all themed from now on you should i was doing the joker and and i i locked myself in my apartment for three days smoking cigarettes to get in the character for it oscar's like what the fuck is wrong with you you're you're actually insane do you remember like, that you're method <laughs> yeah there's like food all over the table like like journal over there yeah i went method for a fucking youtube video <laughs> but Heath ledger brings it he brings it he, mm-hmm. i feel like you got that you got you bring it but you know heath ledger based his performance on which was uh tom waits watch tom waits oh the old jazz musician or something yeah. right yeah watch tom waits in a talk show a talk from like show, the yeah. 90s that's Heath ledger baby that's Heath yeah, ledger yeah you know because wow. i like that i like that he draw you know what i mean i like uh, performers that draw from oscar pull what's the guy's name again uh tom waits this is where the joker came from yeah this guy his voice is nuts yeah some people are uh, recognizing it and uh, it's really uh kind of an odyssey uh journey the songs interrelate it's so heath it's crazy i mean well heath is you know like he when when he's in being interrogated (laughs) in the dark night he's kind of that's good Kind of like collapse. The songs backwards. It's this dirty thing. Oh, yeah, the mannerisms, crazy. everything. Yeah. yeah. The price of one album, getting all kinds of entertainment there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for some new consumers and attempting to cook my dinner on your stove. <laughs> That's nuts, huh? <laughs> what a good find for heat. I did spend some time. Yeah. I don't know. Motel. Damn, I wish that was my voice all the time. I know. I know. Who's that guy? That this is where the Joker character was based off of this guy. So Heath Ledger found this guy. He's like, this is it. I'm channeling this guy, and I'm going to make the best character in any movie of all time. Yeah, and there's something smooth about it. Yeah. So what, what about 300 or uh, Inglourious Great Bastards? Movie. Great I love Inglourious Bastards. I love it. I think Inglourious <laughs> Bastards Lone, might be his best. Lone Survivor. Let's go to let's go let's go back to Inglourious <laughs> Bastards. Lone Survivor didn't Dan Bilzerian buy a role in that? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Dan Bilzerian paid yeah. fifteen Everyone's grand bidding. to be in Everyone's that movie. Bidding. No, but that movie was so good. Lone Survivor, and American Sniper. Yeah, oh, Lone Survivor. American you know, Psycho. I like, but that one's kind of amazing. American Sniper. Oh, Sniper. American Sniper is a great movie too. I mean, you know, military but, propaganda. Business. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Some but people I, love that, military movies. <laughs> I like that. Cute. Again, Taps. maybe if I was <laughs> Taps. <yeah. laughs> I, I forget know. I'm in the U.S. Sorry, Black Hawk Down was like supposedly one of the best, but I don't give a Wait, fuck. What are you? Really, you I'm know? Canadian, my good man. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. How you doing? <laughs> what about? What are you doing? About? Did you watch our autism episode? I did. I love. Can I just say I love that episode? Can I just say because 
I have a, <laughs> it's so funny you, you're talking about these directors and stuff <laughs> and all these films from the 30s and you're like I love, I love the, the autism, autism episode no I do because it's like I first of all I definitely have uh, I'm on the spectrum my partner's on the spectrum so when we were li- we were listening in the car and we were like wow it's so nice to hear someone openly talk about this as like not like a you know I don't think it gets spoken about enough and the fact that so many people have it and they don't realize it is a pretty it's kind of a big deal and i know i'm on the spectrum and when i watched the episode i heard oscar i was like oh he's definitely <laughs> i was shocked when his number came back the same as stevens i was like wow but yeah that was we crazy. are really reinventing the wheel with this podcast that's amazing once upon a time in hollywood oh that's another one steven really good movie look great that. film bounty great law film. bounty law i love once upon a time in hollywood i love it because i love hangout films like that's why i like your podcast because it's just people hanging out <laughs> it'll just put me in a different place I get it inspired. Yeah, yeah. It takes you, you know, I can, I don't know if I'm having tough times in life, you know, it could happen whenever, you you're know, no stranger to that. Well, you're no stranger. To what that. I was getting at, it's like, it's a, it's a trick that I've done my whole life. And I think I was doing it subconsciously yeah. when I was younger before I realized it. I'll take the bad situation, whatever I'm dealing with at the time. Sometimes it's a lot of things, but I will just, and I see the kids doing it now. Like they'll say, oh, he's the main character or whatever. And it's kind of what I was doing way back. I would just tell myself like this is a movie i'm writing the movie of my life or i'm, I'm in a wow. movie wow. and i could be in jail i get arrested or i could be in handcuffs about to go to jail and my charges are potentially could get life you know and i'm like totally. this is just part of the movie and it's so stupid you know i got lucky that i i didn't get life you, you got know? you got a horseshoe rammed up your ass because you are and so lucky. it's a it's a way to get like an escape from the pain there's something just, in your chart. So call it fucking old man music all you want, you dumb kid. <laughs> you son of a because bitch. Because <laughs> I cracked the code. I'm, I got a fucking superpower. I could transform my life into anything at any time Jeff, because of movies and music. Jeff, what about when Steven was like, man, I just wish that I could like live in the moment, you know? When we went to that lake. Oh, yeah. You want to experience these life experiences. I've never heard yeah. anybody say that. Wow. We were jumping to a lake, and it was a little cold. So it was an un- uncomfortable situation for him. And he oh, was, I didn't I want to take my shirt off in front of random people. Oh, is that what it was? I thought it was just... I thought it was. You don't give a fuck. You show your dick to everyone. No, I don't like and taking my shirt off in public. Everyone knows this. That's my friend. <laughs> listen. <laughs> When I tell you these Bro, things. you get naked more than anyone I've ever seen in my life. And I, know you I have the bit. biggest fear of public pools. So if you listen, right now. literally, what I'm saying is, you like doing it for fun on video. So if you could just tell yourself, just trick your brain to thinking that you're doing it for a bit, or who gives a fuck, even. But I don't right. want people laughing at me when I take off my shirt to go swimming with my friends. But in a you pod. literally make videos to have people laugh at you. So yeah, why don't you just look at a place when I want people to laugh at me? <laughs> Different intention. <laughs> Yeah. That's what, that's I'm trying to explain the trick, the switch I flip in my brain that it makes everything okay, even if I'm in jail or I'm going to jail or something so terrible happens. Elvis, and then oh, now I can just take off my shirt. Not necessarily Elvis, because you don't like Elvis or you don't know any correlations to movies or any scenes. Maybe play the Cars song or something. You're like, I'm a car. Ciao. I'm a car. Yeah, Kachel. I'm a fucking car now, and I can take my shirt up and jump in this water, and I can experience these life experiences that you said you wanted to do. He literally said that. I goes, fuck. I want to go in there with everybody because Kyle and I were jumping in the lake, and it was fun. It was a little cold but you know you snap right out of it once you get in i'm you're in a in movie yeah, you're i'm right. in character it was a all the time uh, yeah it was hot out it so it he cold. says i want to he's cold. like it's cold. he's like fuck man i want to experience these life experiences in a patreon vlog and it was just such a Did funny thing that Did he spits out yeah. he's a gem like, you know he, he does wanna... spit out little pieces of uh, things that i'm like this guy where did i find him you know yeah. and then he lights, the, he lights the microphone on fire and i'm like i hate him and this becomes a lecture why did you show what's your birthday august 26th 
You got a lot of Virgos in here, man. Kyle's a Virgo. What does that mean? They're going to betray me one day? I mean, Judas? yeah, it's a theme. <laughs> <laughs> it, wait, I'm, I was lying. What is October 21st? That's my actual birthday. That's right. Then you're on the cusp. Of, oh, I don't believe in cusp, but you're either a Libra or a Scorpio. But I will say real. this. It's not, <laughs> not I like real. that. I like that. Skepticism. This Skepticism respect. is healthy. This generation is very skeptical. But I, I will say this. Fair enough. They get the internet now. They could Google they, things whenever, you know. Dude, the answers are everywhere. Where does he? He, he only like gets his information. <laughs> I like how he says it. I like that. Sagittarius. I will say what you just said, where you're like, I turn things into positives. That's, dude, that is so, when I see your chart, that is you, man. Like you, you have an ability to see the positive in the worst shit. Like people are like, yeah, people are dying all around you. You're like, yeah, but it's not that bad because we'll be able to use their corpses for something. Like, <laughs> you're like it's like, it's like th there's a superpower to that. But also be careful because you might not see the, the the gravity of some of the seriousness that you're encountering. What the fuck is this? This is Jeff Wittick's chart, everyone. Do you want to get into this Let's now? Let's do it, yeah. And now are you going to make predictions about my future, the, the not rest of the year? They're not predictions. <laughs> oh, look so at the, can this, I just say Jeff's chart is fucking crazy? Like, look at this chart. But all charts are crazy, no? No, dude, no. What man. is that? There's some charts that, that are boring. No. Someone made up. This <laughs> That's not real. Someone just wrote stuff down on a piece of paper and said. I mean, if you're watching at home right now and you think all this astrology stuff is bullshit, cool. I like I, that. I, I agree with you. Comment but, down below. But also, I, Mark is a very intellectual person. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut he you off. He might like that. be. I mean, that was no, it's I appreciate it. Just, you know, caught up in this I, stuff and it's just all a load of crap. But I believe in him. I value his opinion. And. Um, you know, if anybody's going to get me into this stuff, it's you. Okay, I'm not saying you have to go deep, but I'm saying to read astrology, you got to get a bit more into the groove of it. Let's get into this astrology crap. And sorry, Mark. I'm just, you know, Dude, I, I got to keep the will. same energy say here, what you, you will, know. Man. I can't just change up completely to, so you Light think I'm, I'm cool over here. Well, I will say this. Okay, right away, people that are listening that can't see this chart, sun in Sagittarius, moon in Leo, that's a big bad combo. That's like that's a... Interesting. Yeah, it's like, it's intense. You know what I mean? Like people like with that combination. I know Jay-Z's a Sagittarius. That's Sagittarius. pretty dope. Oh, dude, all the best directors are Sagittarius. Because he's the best rapper of all time, probably I'd, I'd have to say, you know? And all the best directors are Sagittarians. I will say this. So he's got a Venus that op that is opposing his moon and Leo. You are, uh, let me just put it this way. Don't fall in love with your mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, how dare you? I mean, yeah, I, I, I think I'm. Um, the moon and. I want to. <laughs> I, well, I don't. I don't understand already. I'm lost. <laughs> the moon and Leo in the fourth house is someone that's very close, Whoa. nurtured by. What the is the fourth house? The fourth. The fourth house is home. It's family. You're rising in Taurus. By the way, this is a big thing. Rising in Taurus, you're fucking. You're all about the grind. Hmm? You want to know why? Because Tauruses are bulls. That's your rising sign. That's what the, on the on the far left right here. Taurus ascent. Taurus, Taurus ascent. That's why that, that's why Red Bull's called Red Bull because they have taurine exactly. in it. Exactly. Taurine. Mm -hmm. you, you actually that's actually true. Bull sperm. The bull they sperm. have bulls yeah. jerk off they into think, the what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're into actually, the, into actually, the cans. Right into the cans. Yeah. Okay. Right now I'm gonna say this. Jupiter and Aries. If you're listening to this and you're an Aries, Jupiter is in your house. Jupiter and Aries is coming into Taurus next year. You know what that means for you? That means an expansion of yourself. You're gonna become, your personality and your persona is gonna be expanded, whether it be through art, whether it be through anything. I think this sh collaborative show I'm doing with Tana is gonna blow up. It's good. When, when Jupiter gets in there, which is gonna be next year, early next year, 
You're going to see your... Hopefully you have a name for it by wait, next year, too. If you guys Jupiter, have any name suggestions for what? Ten oh, and I Show, Jupiter and Aries, Oscar's got comment good, them down below. Oscar's got a good question. Say it again. You said Jupiter and Aries are coming into his house? Yeah, so Jupiter is, Jupiter is in Aries right now. Jupiter and Aries means this. If you're listening right now and you want to... You ever heard the saying, fortune favors the bold? Yeah, of course. That's Jupiter and Aries. You want to know why? Because Aries are fucking bold. They do things without asking. They just do them. So That's Jupiter and Aries right now That's is going to come into your first house and it's going to blow you up. It's going to expand your person. In the last two years, Saturn, you were going through your Saturn return. People have to understand this. If you're 27-ish, you're going through your Saturn return. What does that mean? You become an adult. It fucks you up. You oh, start, yeah. Cause sometimes you don't want it. You don't want and especially it. Especially when 30s closing on you, you think that's you get, the end of your life. You stare down your, your exactly. youth. You stare down the barrel of fucking 30. When Saturn was transiting all of... You see the top right of your chart? I wish I, had, I got the pointer right here. So you the last that? two years were rough for me. That was they, like my 27. The last two years of your life... Because you have a cluster chart... When I turned 27, I was drunk the whole year. I don't even dude, remember it. Dude, because you have this cluster right here in the top right of your chart... Saturn was transiting every planet in your chart. It was going over everything. And what does Saturn do? Saturn is the father. Saturn is the paternal force that tests, get, checks your pulse with a strong grip. It goes, are you ready for what you're about to do? And when, I'm going to say this, when you went, got into your accident, it was your Saturn return. That mo was, motherfucker. Saturn's a fucking... And because you have Saturn in the ninth house, Saturn, Saturn's, Saturn's a, a bitch. Saturn's a bitch. And when it, I, I shit you not, literally to the day, to the day, it was hovering over your Saturn and it was fucking you up. It was saying, are you ready to learn a hard lesson? Because your Saturn's in the ninth house. Saturn in the ninth, ninth house, people don't believe in shit. They don't believe in organized religion. They don't believe in like, you know, a greater power. They just, they're skeptical. But I'm telling you right now, I think personally, after you went through what you did, you started reevaluating. Is there a greater power? Are they watching over me? Yeah. Seriously, I'm not joking. No, I'm not either. Like, you're, I, th I th you're spot on. Like, millimeter, like, when she gets mean, down it was, to it was a fucking wake-up call for sure. You Dude. know, it definitely changed me for good. Like, I, I will never have the version of myself back. The way I live my life, the way I gave a fuck about certain things. Yeah. I didn't care about anything, you know? Oh, that's not true. I cared about stuff, but I don't know. I just had a way more laid-back approach to everything in life and that really put things into perspective you know i kind of i kind of like that your saturn return brought you into a state of order i kind of had that. that several times before have but you? that have moment because yeah. i was kind of i was always kind of dilly-dallying with social media and shit like i, I never yeah. Yeah. i never no, looked at it as if i'm all in in this and if i don't make it that's the end of, like i'm fucked you know yeah and that moment kind of made me think, like, I gave a chunk of my fucking dude, brain. Dude. I gave a piece of my life for whatever I'm doing. But just the amount of pain and shit that I went through and the amount of, of stuff I sacrificed like, of myself, I'm like, I'm all in this game now. Wow. So, wow. yeah. I like that you said that exchange. It was like, it was like you I gave a stopped. piece of yourself. Yeah. I, fuck, man. I, yeah, I didn't know we were going to get this deep today. No, but that's 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 exactly it. It's like you you know the Saturn return I think challenged you to see like okay what do you really believe in? 
Are you gonna? Are you willing to give a piece of you? I even stop caring what people think a lot more after that. That's what I love about it, man, dude. I gotta say this. This is that's my favorite part about you now. You don't give a fuck. I used to care, like being nervous at petting scorpions when we first started shooting, calling action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it, big screen. This is shot like a movie that you could play on a fucking giant screen. You see yeah. everything wrong. Yeah. If there's a, is something wrong where you could tell that I'm acting, you'll be able to point that out. Right away. And I was thinking too much of that. And if you don't want that, then just don't fucking act. Exactly. Just make that real life. Wow. But yeah, it's and it's, I sent yeah I sensed that that was a pretty big. I, I will say this. I stop care. I stopped caring what people thought more. Do you think that? Do you think that? And I was worried at better? first. The that initial you, thing, like days after the accident, I was yeah. like, "Fuck, this is gonna look like I'm an idiot." And I was that was stressing me out. No man. And yeah, I didn't handle it right because I was in shock at first. But yeah, I was so worried about protecting people and also not wanting myself to look stupid. What you he just said, I, I protecting people. The moon in Leo, that's you. You're always, your moon opposite Venus, dude, you're always trying to protect other people. You're always concerned about what other people are feeling and thinking. And the thing is this, you got to give a bit more time for yourself. You got to be like, yeah, but what the fuck happened to me? Mm-hmm. Forget it. like and I. I'm I, always cutting people's hair, dude, giving advice that goes dude. in one ear out the other. That's also the Jupiter. His, his, oh. He's got a Jupiter in Cancer like that too. <laughs> he wasn't listening. <laughs> he's, like, he's like smoking a cigar. He's like, what? I'm literally talking about him. He looks to like, him. like Rockefeller right now. He's like, what'd you say? He's got like, half a haircut because <laughs> I, I was doing it before the show and yes. we had to cut it off. Cut on one side. I'll fade it in the rest after. The Jupiter in Cancer makes you a bit like nur- you're a nurturer, dude. Like you take care of people. And that's the thing. That's your strength. But who said who said that? You know what I mean? Like where from did he hear that? From the fucking star, Stephen. From space. It comes from outer space. <laughs> questions, God. <laughs> Strike him, lightning. Strike Stephen. Strike him down. Teach him a lesson, God. Jupiter and Cancer. There we go. That's you getting struck because you don't believe in astrology. You don't. You don't have to believe in it. But like the Jupiter and Cancer in the third house. I'm gonna say this. My name on TikTok is the third house. The third house rules communication. It rules art talking to other people your jupiter which is the expansive power what they considered zeus right jesus jesus the zeus jesus jesus yeah easy uh that's in your third house what does that mean it means naturally you are gifted with the the gift of gab you have that that's my point exactly you can speak you have a, a natural proclivity towards this a circle of communication in the third house in cancer though what is cancer cancer is nurturing it's it's it's, you want to take care of people within that circle you want to communicate to help people and you know give them a bit of strength that's what i'm saying about what the the situation that you went through you were i found when i watched the dailies everyone when i was editing this doc i was watching the dailies and i saw jeff and i was like he's always trying to take care of other people what's man. the dailies sorry the dailies are like oscar sends me a fucking drive of footage and i'm like what the i'm fuck just saying it? it so the listeners know yeah, yeah. dailies are the footage that you get while you're in the middle of making something a film or a doc and you're looking at the rushes dailies or rushes or just like stuff that you're seeing and you're like, oh, like rough cuts this is when day. you were editing on on the on your doc mm-hmm. don't try this at home don't try this at home and i'm looking and i'm like the jupiter in the third house is so prevalent in your in cancer because you're like I don't know how to explain it. You always are worried about, not worried, but you always want to take care of other people before, yourse- before, yourself. Mm-hmm. before yourself. Before yourself. 
It's and true. that's so weird. But your moon in Leo, your moon in Leo. What'd you say? That's true. <laughs> yeah, he like Dick Rider. <laughs> he can he conceded. It. He's like, all right, yeah, you're right. But wait, bring up the chart <laughs> Someone again. Someone nice to you. He says Dick Rider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, not, I'm trying to train him. Yeah, See, yeah. this is me nurturing. Of course, still. of course, like a pit bull. You yeah, like, yeah. my methods. Anytime I compliment him, he says Dick Rider. Trust my methods. That came to me from space. Yeah, that comment to you, Dick Rider, to keep you sharp. I was raised in a barbershop with fucking exactly. guys that I felt like I was in prison. Exactly. They were like big brothers, but just tough love. And they would say shit to me like that, and now I'm giving you all of my life experience. You should be grateful. Don't care what you're doing, what you're showing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you can't do that. Uh, you torched it. Bro. You torched it. I got another one for you. Your Neptune conjunct Mercury, I will say this. If you have Neptune conjunct, conjunct Mercury, you can be easily uh, manipulated by people. Be careful. Yeah, people, I see you that can, too. You can get you can get wrapped up in people that are fraudsters. Yeah. Yeah. Be aware of that. I do. I'm not looking I, at anyone in this room. I'm just saying your past. Fraudsters. People that don't they they're they're like they're grifters. Right. Well, bro, it's it's tough, especially in of this course, town. I don't have family around. You I used to be able to go to my mentors and stuff and people that live in a real town, it's just so much more realistic. You get real good advice from people. If I just call my parents. Your family is strong in this church. It's just tough when you don't have that. And I, I'm just talking to people that live in LA and and this town attracts a certain type of person. They do a lot of stuff for themselves. Nefarious, you know? yeah. Jeff's chart is the kind of chart that's like, I trust people inherently because I think they're as good as I want them to believe to be. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I trust them. And so often that gets you down a bit of a few rabbit holes where you're like, oh, yeah, no, this this, this is, he's good intention. It's like, no, not good intention. It's not wow. good intention. And the, So I'm going to keep on having hard life lessons. Until no, no, I, no, no, no. I think that Saturn Return taught you the hardest lesson you can get, which is like, Trust yourself before you trust other people. Go trust with your gut. Yourself. Go with your gut. That's a, a thing I started saying a lot. Go with you your know, gut. Especially when people ask me for advice. It's, you know, it's what I say. And I know it's like such a vague answer, but. That's not, that is not vague. To get, to, to listen to yourself. No one listens to themselves. You listen You're to like right. commercials, listen to movies, listen to podcasts. You're like, yeah, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should be fucking smoking crack. It's like, no, no, no. Listen to what you believe. That's the whole thing. I kind of don't want it after you fucking sucked on it. Until I know, it, looks, it looks like something you get off like a, a beach in Cuba right no, now. Where you like, took all the luxury out of it <laughs> by slobbering all over it. Give it's no longer. Give yeah, give shoot. I'll get another I'm one. Sorry. I'll get another one going. I'm sorry if this is going too long. No, this I is feel great. Bad. No, I've been having a blast. You got me talking about myself, which is what I love to do. Give one movie for people to watch at home listening right now. Homework for tonight. Are you serious? There's too many. You want like name, obscure name or three? Or then name three. Give them some homework here, Mark. This will be. <sighs> I don't this has to be an annual thing. What is the all-time greatest movie? To me, it's Eyes Wide Shut by Sam. You got Kubrick. notes? Oh, Eyes Wide notes. Shut? Of course I got notes. But you think I'm going to come around prepared? Wow. Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut to me is the best one of all time. I'm writing a book on it. It's going to come out hopefully next year. I've been developing it for six years, talking to Kubrick's assistant, Leon Vitale. I'm trying to go deep on it. I'm trying to get into like the nitty gritty. Um, shout out to Jacob Rosenberg, a director from LA who got me in contact with Leon Vitale. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's the guy that was the right-hand man to Stanley Kubrick for a lot of his films. And so I'm trying to write, I'm trying to finish that book. Mm -hmm. And that's my ultimate film because I've devoted so much of my own life to it. You know okay. what I mean? It's, it's yeah. so personal. And also I just love the idea of a relationship. To me, in the end of the day, every film is about a relationship. Whether it be a relationship with your mom, your lover, your dad. Yourself. Your, yourself. Taxi driver, yourself. 
That's what it comes down to. Yeah, taxi driver. That's on taxi Netflix. Driver throwing a blood. Well, taxi driver tough. Honestly, now in this current why, why? day and age, oh, it would never get greenlit. No, never. But nobody's even gonna make it through that, <laughs> dude. Never. I'm so happy I get to watch these movies before all of this shit now oh, dude yeah. it's the story of an incel for two hours it's the story of a guy that hates maybe women. even two and, and a half every, like and it's scored by bernard herman who if you guys don't know did this <laughs> did the soundtrack to all of hitchcock's films so it's like yeah it's a cd film scored like a horror film you're like why am yeah, I let's it? give him more of a fun one than that <laughs> super, you know super bad super bad great film Did yeah super bad i mean i fine, guess we got a kind of a film? comedy audience here Do you like so. westerns the evil dead evil uh, dead westerns. Oh, i love you uh helen heller high water Water. That was a great. That's a western, to, right? I like that. I like that you're trying to get lighthearted. I like that. Being there by Hal Ashby, Peter Sellers. I know you young kids probably don't know it, but P, being there will reinvent what you think about comedy. I'll go contemporary. Yeah, sure. Austin Powers. Oh, I fucking love Austin <laughs> Powers. I love Austin Tom, Tom Powers in it. I love. I love uh, the Spy Who Shagged Me too. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, fantastic. Okay, here's a contemporary film that you might like. Bully. Larry Clark. I don't know if I've Bully. ever seen that one. Brad Renfro was high on heroin the entire time. And when Larry Clark tried to make the film, he had to like basically carry him out of a trailer because he was so fucking high. And when you see the film, you'll understand why. Best Christmas movie of all time. Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, no. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. It's Christmas. Movie. It takes place the three days before Christmas. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You're right. Die Hard. The Grinch. Die Hard's great. Die Hard's great. Grinch is great. Elf. Ron Elf. Howard. Home Alone. Elf is great. How are you getting Home Alone? There's Bully. Watch Bully. Uh, okay. Watch Bully just for the last needle drop in that film. We had so many fucking suggestions. <laughs> but now, now we're like Netflix, what they do where you're just scrolling through. We gave <laughs> yeah, too yeah, many. Exactly. Yeah, I know. So now people are going to be but, like, well, fucking, this is too complicated. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. And they're I'm just done. Ne- I cut, cut. We well, needed, that, so that, you gave Bully. You I love get, Bully. You gave Cars. You want everybody in the <laughs> world to watch Finding Cars, Nemo. right? They're just you. Finding Nemo. Oh, okay. Just you. So you say Finding Nemo. This might be a problematic I say recommendation. The Evil Dead. Friday. Evil Dead's fucking amazing. Oh, Friday, Kyle? Yeah. That's a good one. Damn, Friday's I haven't. Great. I forgot that movie existed. I love black cinema. That dog in Friday? <laughs> yeah. Bro, I want that dog next. After Nerve? Yeah. <laughs> you're already like, thinking, like they already thinking about the robot. No, I've thought about this before. Those dogs <laughs> yeah, are so funny. Like, like they're the so ugly ass. and people hate them, but that's why I think I would like it so much. I know. Okay, you want a comedy? You want a comedy? Sure, yeah. That I guarantee no one that's listening has heard of. Four Lions, Chris Morris. I'm not going to recommend films that aren't funny. You're on a. Fu- I'm on a Man, pod- it's tough for me to really laugh at a movie. I like, like that I he like typed in Four Lions. Yeah, I like that. Lion. Oh, lions, Lions. I like all the scary movies. Those what's are your, also all funny. Scary movie, what's your favorite scary movie? That's tough. I don't know. They kind of started getting shitty after Four, right? Yeah, I kind of like... Simon tape, Rex killed off. it in that... Simon Rex was great in uh, Red Rocket. Rocket. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. Dude, Perfect when I watched that, him. I was like, Jeff could do that. Like that kind of like charismatic, you can just do. Well, that's so spot on because he he had a like a, a sex tape or something he did, early on sure. before he. Would you would you um, run around naked like he did? Would Ooh, I do good that? Question. Yeah. Good question. Um, I don't. I mean, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Didn't we get naked for an Old Spice Instagram video, Oscar? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Did you? I don't. Like, I'm no shame. Shame. I'm pull it up. <laughs> no, don't pull it up here. <laughs> fucking. I always thought that too. Like when I watched Leo and Wolf of Wall Street, where he's like naked at the window, oh my God, like that. Amazing. On your you're on set where there's like a hundred people that watch you go, to it. Would you go real dick no, no. or prosthetic dick? Hundred people, no. Um, not a hundred people. I mean, prosthetic set. dick would be funny. But you know, it's not. I guess it's not up to you in these situations. You do what they say. The best they tell, horror tell film. You, get your real dick out. You got to get your real dick, dick out, right, Steven? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Get He's your like, real dick out. He's like, no, please. Don't. 
What if we got your prosthetic dick to show people instead of that <laughs> real one? Well, then it wouldn't be funny. You're right. I, I See what I'm saying? Method acting. That's why I keep this guy around. <laughs> He's in the zone always. The passion. Look at the passion in his face. Fucking Marlon Brando right now. He goes, I want to show my real dick to like, guests when they come in here on this podcast. It's staring at me like Polly at the end of Goodfellas. <laughs> you want to show him your dick? You want to see his dick? <laughs> no. Show it now. No, no, Drop no, no, trial. No, no, no. Let's go. And then he goes, <laughs> what are you thinking He's about like, it? He's like, how dare the you? The most gay. He's like, how dare you ask the me? The most gay thing. You want to see my dick? You promised me a dick. That's why I came I didn't on say that. No, no, I never talked about this, Stephen. He's just, no, I never said that. Because he's going to take that serious. He's like, you fucking do this. And he's the one. I, I knew him for an hour no. and he pulled his dick out. We had a party here. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to get back to this argument. Like, we've been over this so many times. It's, it's, it's so, no, it was just gangster how you were like. I know. It was I thought going, you were going to keep yeah, it going. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. It. Like, you were going to be like. Yeah, you want to see yeah. the dick? <laughs> <laughs> How do, you, how do we even get here? <laughs> of course, I came here. It's with the cigar. Oh, it's like Howard Stern. It's like Howard Stern. It's so small. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. that was like this. That was gangster, Stephen. I've never seen anybody. Uh, are we rapping? Oh, I thought we were. How long has it been? It's been a while. I'm sorry, I was rambling. No, I had oh, a blast. Right. You're great. Sorry, I had amazing. a blast. This is probably one of my favorite episodes. It didn't feel like work. Sometimes I feel like work in here, you know? Appreciate that. But who knows? It might be the most boring episode ever, but I <laughs> hey, enjoyed it. Back, I, like, I, I genuinely fucking enjoyed it. This is probably the longest episode ever. Jesus. But who gives a fuck, <laughs> you know? Uh, oh, we're going to have to wrap Oh, uh, we got to wrap anyway. Yeah. Uh, thank Jeez, you, Mark. Sir. This was great. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Oscar. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Steven. Now let's make movies and... It's happening. Yeah, well, you and me together. Let's, Let's make it. another one. Maybe we'll write Steven into it. And Mike. And I already, it's already in my head. Yeah. It's a matter of writing it down. Really? The, the yeah. one we were talking am I the, about? Am I the yeah. cool guy? You're the coolest guy that doesn't show his You're dick. The lead. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to do what he's telling you. You're a cool guy You're that never clothes. shows his I'm dick. I'm a lovable loser. Movie. <laughs> I'm a lovable loser. Right?